This podcast is feeling the chunk. He's a good boy. He loves his boxers, loves speedos, and BBDs too. He's a good boy. Crazy about Jordash, loves no shows, and fruit of the loom. Taco Bell, make a bikini bottom, especially if you're going to put pictures of tacos on there. Because, you know, some lady wearing a taco, she probably really should be wearing a crunch wrap supreme. It's a long day, living in those boxers. There's a heating running through my pants. I'm a bad boy, because I don't even miss them. I'm a bad boy. For taking them off And I'm free Free balling Oh yeah, oh, yeah I'm free Free balling Oh my Oh my god That idea is just a word Yeah, free Gentlemen, please welcome Grumpy Chunk. Yeah, maybe. Listening in Brisbane, Australia, St. Louis, Missouri, and Lagos, Nigeria, this is the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. In production, no Mike Mickey Dolan, in the social media center, the social media savant, Scotty the intern. I am your maitre d' of the mic, your podcast of pip, 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 slap, take that. Oh G to the rumpy, C to the hunk, grumpy chunk. This is the grumpiest podcast of them all. No. The grumpy chunk podcast. I have to tell you, I'm just going to kind of jump in today. I, I have to tell you, I, got, I received a lot of feedback from uh, last week's program. Apparently, some people thought it was uh, extremely funny. Other people thought I was extremely angry. No. There's a fine line between angry and grumpy, which I'll delve into a little bit later in the podcast. Can I tell you just a a bunch of emails rolling in this week uh, regarding the last podcast? And I got this one. This one, I got to tell you, I'm sorry. It made me laugh. (laughs) But quickly, I got this response from a listener in Sri Lanka. And I had to put it in Google Translator. This is what uh, this this, uh, person said. All right. From Nerved, listening on uh, the Ghana app in Sri Lanka. All right. Grumpy Chunk, I listen every week since I found you on Ghana. I was surprised to hear you pull my country out of your news. I wanted to tell you that not everyone rides elephants drunk here. I wanted to put you on notice. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, so you know what? Uh, no, Mike, Mickey, don't play the clip from uh, News in My Pants from last episode regarding the elephant thing. 
Okay, from Insider in Sri Lanka, they've finally made driving your elephant drunk illegal. Now, hold on for a second. Driving your drunk elephant illegal or driving drunk on your elephant? Can we please talk about the giant elephant in the room? I got to tell you, you know what they need to start doing? They need to start uh, making a law that makes uh, driving your elephant while on your phone illegal. There's nothing worse than sitting at a light on my moped behind an elephant. The light turns green, but the driver, he's too busy texting. Move your fat f***ing elephant! Oh my. All right. All right. So anyway, <laughs> can I tell you, I just, when I pulled this story out of my pants and I saw the story about a new law requiring people to drive sober while they were on their elephant, I just found that amusing. That's it. I just found that amusing. So if it insulted you, I'm sorry. No. I don't know what to tell you. No. But driving your elephant drunk is... I don't know. I find that amusing. No. Now, driving your car drunk, not funny. Driving your moped drunk, not funny. Driving your camel drunk, that's funny. No. Driving your elephant drunk, that's funny too. No. Driving your ox, driving your yak, is that funny? Absolutely. No. Where I'm from here in America, people drive like absolutely more, like just morons. They drive super fast in the wrong lane. They're always, they're angry when they drive. You know, half of them are probably drunk and they shouldn't be driving at all. You know, I pine for the time where we could ride our elephants down the road here. I wish we could. But again, knowing the community that we live in in America, half of them will probably be drunk driving anyway. Oh so uh, Nerved in Sri Lanka, I, I appreciate you listening to the program. I was not insulting Sri Lanka. Not at all. So I hope, I hope you didn't take that. I hope you didn't take it that way. I wasn't. And I still stick to my original theory that if you're going to drive your elephant drunk, and there's going to be a law against that. Okay, fine. But there should be a law against driving your elephant while you're on your, on your cell phone. I think that's important. Move your fat elephant! Oh, my. All right, so let's set that aside. <laughs> Thank you, Nerved, for the email. Appreciate it. You, too, if you want to email us here at the uh, Grumpy Chuck Podcast, you can do it at thegrumpychuckpodcast at uh, gmail.com. So you're good. So hit us up. All right, something else happened. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Last week, I had a bad week. This week, the, the week got kind of, kind of, I'm not going to say bad, but it got more nutty. I'll take a pound of nuts. I come into the office probably like uh, Tuesday, the day after the podcast downloaded, the last podcast downloaded, and Jeremy, the barista PD, he's waiting for me. Our story begins here with coffee. The dude is waiting for me. And I come through the door. I said, good morning. And he's like... Um, Scott, I think uh, you and I need to have a conversation. <laughs> oh, come on. Are you kidding me? No. Jeremy, the barista PD, pulls me into his office. I sit down, you know, and at first, because he's a barista, I thought he was going to offer me a cup of coffee. But alas, no. No. So, so he's not a happy camper, especially after the last podcast, right? And this is how you could tell that people that are new to this business, because their skin is so thin. That if you look at them the wrong way, they'll take offense. No. Anyway, he didn't like uh, the comments I made on uh, on the last uh, podcast uh, regarding him being a barista, uh, a barista PD. <laughs> and he says to me, I don't think that was very nice. Uh, we're supposed to be a team here. And if you get on the air and say those things, then you'll make others in the office have no respect for me. And my position is PD. I'm not a barista. You know, people in radio world, in the radio world, in management, they have such fragile little egos. 
Like you can snap them like a twig. And I told him, I said, look, whatever we say, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put it on the podcast. I'm going to put it on the airwaves. I'm going to do it. So just, I don't know what to tell you. Get, get used to it. I don't think that's very constructive. And, you know, I, I, they didn't really tell me that this was going to be the way radio was uh, in, in college. Well, no, they're not going to tell you that in college. College is for, you know, it's to train your mind to be open to new ideas. That's what college is about. And also study in the details of whatever area of study you choose. If you're studying history, then you want to know everything about history, all the little nuances. If you're studying science, you want to know about all the little nuances of science. But really, they didn't train you for this in college? Of course they didn't. <laughs> because the college professors that teach broadcasting, they learn broadcasting from college. They didn't actually go into the real world and do it. I, I told them anything you and I, you and I converse about, Unless you strictly say this is not to hit the airwaves, it's going on. If it's stupid and I think it's stupid, I'm going to tell you it's stupid, but I'm also going to put it on the airwaves. That's the way it is. I really don't think that's so, that's so not constructive. And we're trying to do such great things here. We're trying to do great things here. Dude, dude, we're not creating peace in the Middle East. No. That's doing something important. This is not important. We're entertaining people. No. When it comes to the end of the world. When it comes to world peace, when it comes to no nuclear explosions, when it comes, comes to solving the COVID virus stuff, that's important. No. What we're doing is not important. This is just entertainment, bro. No. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, you know what, Jeremy PD, barista, shut the up and get me a cup of coffee. Two creams, one sugar. <laughs> I just said to him, I said, look, just check your ego at the door. If you want to learn a lesson about this business or any business in entertainment, you got to check your ego at the door. If you don't, you are going to be going home crying and calling mommy and saying, oh, they're mean to me. <laughs> mommy, I don't like them. They're mean to me. It's like, really? No. Come on now. No. So then I said, well, look, why don't you and I get a coffee? I'll tell you what I'm going to do on today's podcast. And, uh, you know, then you can go back to your office and, I don't know, scheme or work on stuff or whatever program directors do. Grumpy, I can't. I, I have meetings. I have to, I have other DJs I have to work with. You're not the only DJ in this place, you know. <laughs> no. You, you're right. I'm not. So you called me, brah. All right. No problem. No. So I said, all right, check you later, buddy. <laughs> really? No. This is the way it's going to be. This is the way it's going to be the whole time. No. You know that, don't you? Between you and me, this is the way it's going to be the whole time. No. That's annoying. All right, so let's, let's just check that, put that all aside. Ahead on today's podcast, the accolades keep coming in for news in my pants. No. The emails, the awards. No. Incredible. Also, uh, email of the day. We're going to take a quick relook at the Marvel series What If. Really quick. It's, it's going to be a kind of a skim. So it might be a little shorter show today, but packed with entertainment value at a great price. But before we continue, we have to check in with Gonad the Barbarian. In the far reaches of the arid steppe known as Lapland, my master lived, fought, and loved. He was a thief. He was a warrior. He was a king. He was Gonad the Barbarian. Uh. 
In today's episode of Gonad the Bulbarian, Gonad and his trusty sidekick, Rectum, send the golden diaphragms of gonorrhea to Texas using the cheapest ground delivery. Gonad, it's gonna cost us $40 to send these diaphragms to Texas. This has been Gonad the Bulbarian, brought to you by Spunky's Roasted Nuts. Put a couple in your mouth today. Oh my. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Let's just get into it. Hungry Howie's, home of the original flavored crust pizza. Choose from eight mouth-watering crust flavors. Butter, butter cheese, Asiago cheese, ranch, onion, Cajun, sesame, garlic herb. Order anything from pizza to fresh salad, wings, and pasta. My favorite, of course, is the chicken parm oven-baked sub. As the French Canadians would say, magnifique, <laughs> or something like that. Download the Hungry Howie's app now. Order online, check out their daily deals and earn yourself a free pizza. Hungry Howie's, the delivery and carryout experts since 1973. Online, 24 hours a day. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Thank you, thank you for continuing to listen to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast as it rolls on. Remember, uh, we ask you to like, subscribe, and follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or on YouTube. And we also ask uh, that you share anything you like from the podcast to mm, your friends, your partners, your, your business colleagues, people that you like. Uh, just no radio DJs because they're all uh, thieves. Oh, my. <laughs> Listen to the last episode for that. Okay? I'm not going to get into it again. Listen to the last episode, and it, it'll tell you everything you need to know. Look, before we get into news in my pants, I want to talk about the What If series here for a second. Because a couple episodes back, I kind of did a kind of a quick review of the first episode of the Marvel series What If that uh, you can see on the Disney+. Plus. And be- before I continue, I-, I do want to make note, I'm not getting paid for this. This is just what I think. This is just Grumpy's thoughts here. So you had the first episode, Captain Carter, the first Avenger, Okay. The second one was, what if uh, T'Challa became a Star-Lord? Then the next one after that was, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? And then, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? And the new one is, what if zombies? Okay, look. I gave the what if a chance. The first one, Captain Carter, is all right. Not a big deal. The next one, what if uh, T'Challa became the Star-Lord? That was pretty good. And it was nice to see like Howard the Duck in there. And it was also nice to hear uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, do the voicing, considering that now he's passed away. So that was kind of cool, all right? Then after that, I got to tell you, I kind of lost interest. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Okay, right, sure. And then I forgot about what if altogether. Like, I forgot that it was even going to be airing. And so all of a sudden, it was like, oh, yeah, that's right, what if? Maybe I should do something about uh, this on the podcast, and so I went back and I watched uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Strange episode. It's okay. It's all right. And I have to tell you, I haven't watched the What If Zombies. You know why? I think zombies are stupid. I do. I think zombies are stupid. So, so what? What better way to get people to watch the What If series than the, let's do an episode on zombies? Because apparently zombies are really popular right now, and they have been for the last few years. Just not with me. So I have to tell you, my my first impression of the What If. I will stand by, and that's uh, I did that uh, maybe three episodes, four episodes ago, that you have to know the original story for these to make sense. I really believe that. I still believe that. But zombies, really? I, I may go back and watch it. I don't know. 
if I have nothing else better to do, maybe I'll go back and watch it. I'm just not, not feeling the zombies. Just not feeling the zombies. So as far as what if being something I'm going to watch on a regular basis, I'm not going to. Sorry. This ain't going to happen. It's not like with Loki, with the Marvel series Loki on, on Disney+. Plus. Each week I was like, oh man, I got to watch. I got to watch. I got to watch. You know, I think I was more invested because they were, they were talking about something new. You didn't really need to know the backstory in order to enjoy the show. And they, they kept you on the edge of your seat, you know, trying to figure out what was going to happen. I thought they did a really good job with that. It made me want to see it. It makes me want to see it again. It makes me want to see Loki when it comes out again. It makes me want to see the Mandalorian when it comes out because I want to know if I want to find out what happened. But uh, this, nah, don't care. Just, I don't care no more. So that's my thoughts. Maybe you care. God bless you. Good, good for you. But for me, I'm out. I'm done now. Gone. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. No, nothing funny. I wanted to skim over it real quick because I had a couple emails, people asking me, you know, why I wasn't going to continue to uh, review each one of these episodes. And that's, that's the reason why, because I lost interest. And I'm not going to talk about anything on the program that's not of interest to me. Because if it's not of interest to me, then I can't, I can't convey that interest and, and have it be interesting for you. That's the way I look at it. So I'm, I'm, so I'm just going to move on to news in my pants. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're going to take some news from my pants. Oh, news in my pants. I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants. I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants. I got news in my pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. So this is news in my pants. This is where I take uh, news stories. A pant load of them. Oh yes, I said pant load. Oh my. A pant load of news. Oh my. I put them in my pockets and randomly select a few. Just like that. So let's go. Okay, first uh, pocket. I'm going into my, I'm going right. I'm going to go my right front pocket right now. <clears throat> All right. By the way, this right here, the official news in my pant paper. All right, so first news story. From Guitar World, Tom DeLong says the secret to playing fast is masturbating. If you don't masturbate, then you can't play punk rock. Everything you touch turns to suck. It's official. Tom DeLong, that's why I hate Blink-182. You know why? Because you sound like you're masturbating. Oh my. Every song is a masturbatory masterpiece. Oh my. All the uh, good things, uh, all the uh, good things. Uh. It's like, really? You need to find a different hobby there, Tom DeLong from Blink-182, because all your songs sound like you're hitting it. Oh, my. You are the boy band of punk rock. Can I touch it if I wash my hands first? Especially this one? No. You don't tell me that the Sex Pistols or the Dead Kennedys or the Clash sat around masturbating in order for them to play faster. So, guys, you think we should f***ing start playing with ourselves and spanking it before we play our songs? Johnny, just sit down. It's not worth spanking it. The songs will suck. Yo, wanker. No, they didn't. I'm, I'm positive they didn't. You know why? Because their songs are good. Oh, my. Yours, masturbatory masterpieces there, brother. Oh, my. Master baiting masterpieces. Oh, my. Boy band. Shut up. Living rooms of America, do you catch my drift? All right. Let's let's move on. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the back pockets. I'm going back pockets right now. It's gonna take me a second. Uh, gotta reach my right uh, back pocket. Here we go. All right, here uh, from Science Alert: Biologists in Australia 
are excited because they found a duck that can learn to swear like a human. All right. Oh, my God. Leave it to the Australians to find a duck that likes to swear. I love it. I love it. And you know what? I could tell you exactly the first thing out of that duck's mouth. Blink-182, f*** those f***ing f***s. F*** those f***ing Blink-182 masturbatory motherfuckers. F*** them. Meh, meh, meh. F***ing assholes. F***ing bullshit motherfuckers. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Australia, you found a duck that has Tourette's. No. You're despicable. All right, let's move on. I'm going to go to the other back pocket here. Oh, my God. That one's the tough one. I think I need help out. When are you guys going to come? No, 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 no. You know, I got it. I got it. All right. From Entrepreneur, a young man was having a hard time finding a job, so he put his resume or his uh, CV on a billboard and still has not received one phone call. All right, so let's look at this. So on his billboard, I'm seeing the picture here. On his billboard, it reads, please hire me, university graduate, experienced writer, content creator, and there's a picture of the young man giving a thumbs up. He wants the kind of success that brings respect. You know what's missing? Can I tell you what's missing? A phone number. You didn't put a phone number on the billboard. So of course you're not going to get a phone call. Not only that, that's like a key element of content creation. Tell people how to get to you. How many times do I say, you can reach us at the Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com? All the time. Dude, I'm sorry. I hate to be the one to bear this to you. You're a numbskull. You did not put a way to contact you on the billboard. So you can't be upset when nobody contacts you. Basic premise. Hmm. I told him I was a university graduate. I told him I was an experienced writer. I told him I was a content creator. But I failed to put a phone number on the billboard. Well, then you're as dumb as you are stupid. You're not that experienced of a writer if you forget to put the phone number on the billboard, brah. <laughs> you're just talking crazy, fat man. All right. Let's move on. I'm going to move on to the front left pocket, make it a little easier for myself. I think I got it. Okay, I got it. Okay. Okay. Last story. From Insider, a top personal trainer shows off his soft belly and encourages men to embrace their stomach wobble. Dude. No. I've embraced my stomach wobble. No. I will tell you, I, I have embraced my stomach wobble. The only problem is everybody else around me hasn't. If I'm in an elevator and I wobble, people are going down. They're going to hit the walls. They're just going to fall down like like bowling pins in a strike. You can embrace your wobble. No. Your wobble could be a weapon of mass destruction. No. Like mine. All right, so let's go to Professor Hostetler, exploding weatherman. Professor. Um, yes, Mr. Chunky. Um, that's very funny about your wobble. I'm sorry to hear about your wobble. And uh, speaking of wobble, in the, in the Atlantic, your boyfriend, Hurricane Freddy, is uh, heading north. And so uh, he, he's looking to blow up there after he blew down. Professor Hostetler, when did you start trying to become funny? Huh? Okay, and I, you know I'm going to have none of it. I'm telling you right now. No. So let's just stop and do the weather. Jeez. Anyway, that is today's news in my pants. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're gonna take some news from my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. Oh! News in my pants, I got news in my pants. News in my pants! I got news in my pants. Z-Ray.
every moment perfectly crafted. Somewhere in between the items on the long list of life's to-dos, there exists a small sliver of time. At C-Ray, we understand how vital this time is for you. How a weekend afternoon with the water stretched out before you is the most rewarding part of your week. It is the understanding that defines everything we do. C-Ray is the world's largest boat manufacturer of superior quality yachts, sports boats, bow riders, cabin cruisers, deck boats, and more. Find yours today. Find yours today. For more information, www.cray.com. C-Ray. C-Ray. Every moment perfectly crafted. C-Ray. This podcast is feeling the chunk. Grumpy chunk. When I crack the mic, dudes be saying like, damn, he's shite. Yeah. I pit my payload, talking on the mic in my new download. Yeah. This is how I roll. Bad attitude, mouth out of control. Yeah. It's Chunky with the big blow hole. He's like Bruce Lee, rocking the clout. Yeah. Dude, share that podcast. Yeah. Dude, share that podcast. Yeah. Dude, share that podcast. Yeah. I freak out. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. I freak out. When I talk to the world, this is what I see. Why? Everybody stops and they listen to me. I got grumpy in my funny and I ain't afraid to show it. Show it. Show it. Show it. Show it. I'm grumpy and I know it. I'm grumpy and I know it. On the mic, verbal assault, ready to strike. And when I'm at the beach, I'm in a speedo, trying to tan my cheeks. What? I just like that line. Come on, peoples, it's time to shine. Heading to the studio, we're on the launch pad. Damn, we have listeners in Ashkabad? Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. I freak out. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. I freak out. When I talk to the world, this is what I see. Why? Everybody stops and they listen to me. I got grumpy in my funny and I ain't afraid to show it. Show it. Show it. Show it. I'm grumpy and I know it. No. Gonna continue with the Grumpy Chunk podcast. I am Grumpy Chunk, your podcasted pip, 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 pip slap. Take that. Oh you can catch us on the website, grumpy-chunk.captivate.fm. And also you can uh, hit us on the Facebook, the Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Ghana, GeoSavin, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Reason, Player FM. We're on all the major podcast apps. But if you ever have a question, you're like, Man, how do I find the Grumpy Chug Podcast? Just type in Grumpy Chug Podcast in Google. We are all over the Google. Google is nuts. You type in Grumpy Chunk Podcast in Google and... No. 5,000 things regarding the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. All right. So I'm getting ready to bust out a chunk I will warn you. I will warn you right now. This chunk is going to be extremely, extremely harsh. 
I'm warning you right now because it something really it made me mad, and now I'm gonna bust out the chunkatorial. So here we go. The Grumpy Chunkatorial. The views expressed in the Grumpy Chunkatorial by Grumpy Chunk are his own and do not reflect the views of the management, staff, or our custodian named This Lou. is one of those uh, chunkatorials where I want you to be well aware that it's about it's about ready to go down. Beast mode. All right. There are some things in this world that are just wrong, okay? Hurting animals, child pornography, pedophilia, totally wrong, all right? Anything that involves a child and in some sort of negative misconduct, absolutely incorrect, wrong, and deserves to be called out and deserves to be destroyed. And I believe that, and that's, a, that's deep in the grumpy chunk heart. So here's the story. The story about this young man, his name is Grady Knox, and he was at a school board meeting. And he's up at the microphone, and he's talking about how he thinks people should wear masks. Now, whether you support masks or don't support masks, whether you are into the vaccine or an anti-vaxxer, that's your business. I, I think that's your business. I'm not here to preach that. That's not what this is about. He's up there, and he's telling his story. His grandmother passing away from COVID-19. Now, as a young man, that, that he's taken that to heart. It's made an impact on him. And he's just communicating how that impacted him. And the adults in the room, and you can see it on the video, and it's disgusting, laughing at him. You hear people telling him to sit down. You hear people telling him to shut up. You're hearing people laughing because he's reliving this uh, experience with his uh, grandmother dying. And you see in the video, there's this lady in this blue outfit, and she's just laughing. She thinks it's really funny. Ha ha. And you know what? Let me tell you something. This is a kid. This is a child. He's just telling his story. And you're laughing at him? You think this is f***ing funny? You dumb b***h. And all those adults, they should be ashamed of themselves for picking on this little kid. And it's sickening. And in this video, you see this ugly-ass bag with this Johnny Bravo chin. And it looks like those horse pills she'd been taking had some side effects. So how many did you take, Trigger? Huh? One. Oh, two. Three. Nice horsey. Here's an apple. And then the old f***ing guy in the back yelling at the kid to sit down. You sit the f*** down. Don't worry, Grand Wizard. One of the four horsemen will be by to pick you up soon. Until then, just be quiet and sit on your hands, gargle Mel. sucker. And you hear this other moron in the back laughing when the kid, this poor kid, is talking about his grandmother passing away from the COVID. And dude, I want to be at the funeral of your pit bull. You know the one. You know the pit bull. The one that guards your fentanyl for your hillbilly gang there. Breaking bad. <laughs> your pit bull's dead. <laughs> I hope they take your guns. Asshole. <laughs> Look, you know what? Let me tell you something. I do. I mock every single one of those people. Not because of their views. I could care less. If you don't want to take the COVID shots, that's fine. I'm not going to mock you because you didn't take the COVID shot. That's your choice. That's okay. I'm not going to give you a hard time because you're not wearing a mask. I'm not going to give you a hard time for that. That's your choice. You want to do that? God bless. If something happens to you because you're not doing that stuff, I, I got nothing for you. But if somebody decides to wear a mask or somebody decides to get the shot, who the f*** do you think you are mocking them? Huh? This poor kid is talking about his grandmother passing away from COVID-19 and you're mocking him? Suck a cock, bitch. F*** you. F*** you. F*** you all to hell. F*** you all to hell. Oh, my. Beast. Mode. I told you this is going to be a brutal one. I told you. I told you. I, I put it out there ahead of time. All right. That's it for the Chunkatorial. This has been the Grumpy Chunkatorial.
The views that were just expressed by Grumpy Chunk are his own and do not reflect the views of the management, staff, or our custodian named Lou. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... I get fired up, man. <laughs> I'm going to take a chill pill. I'm going to relax for a second. We come back. We got email of the day on the Grumpy Chunk podcast. It's another Grumpy Chunk dream. Dream. I dreamt that I was a Care Bear. Walking around. Elementary schoolyards pooping out. Ice cream for the children. Ice cream for the children. As the symbol on my stomach. It wasn't a rainbow. It wasn't a cloud. With rain coming out of it. It wasn't a heart. On my stomach. A picture of poopy ice cream. Poopy ice cream. Let me poop out ice cream for you. Let me poop out ice cream for you. While other Care Bears were giving hugs and giving good luck, I was giving poopy ice cream. Would you like poopy ice cream? Would you like poopy ice cream, children? (sighs) But it was a dream. It was all a horrible, horrible dream. I have emotional scars. Poopy ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I messed up. Grumpy. Grumpy. Chunk. Does your home have tile, stone, or grout? It needs to be sealed right now. Don't wait, because if you do, then you're asking yourself to have stains and buildup all up in there. You can stop stains and buildup. Protect your tile, stone, and grout with Miracle Sealants 511. That's Miracle Sealants 511 by Rustolia. Pick it up today at your local Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, or wherever Rustolium is sold. So stop being lazy. You have a tile project you're planning? Miracle Sealant 511. Pick it up today on your way home. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Why are you putting the bong noise underneath me? What do you do? No Mike Mickey Dolan in production uh, thinks it's funny that every time I cough, he puts the bong noise underneath me. Nice job, man. Nice. <laughs> uh, let me do it again. <laughs> really? Uh, we're in the home stretch today of the Grumpy Chuck Podcast. Hit us up on the email. Email is the Grumpy Chuck Podcast at gmail.com. It is time for email of the day. What are you doing in here? Yeah, boy! Checking my electronic mailbox. Yeah, I do it on my computer, but the Commodore 64 gets kind of buggy. Oh, MC Grumpy, and I'm here to say, we're going to read your emails all damn day. Clickety-clickety-clickety-click. Somebody trying to contact me. Oh, my God. Clickety-clickety-clickety-click. This email comes to us from Coach Armstrong the Almighty, listening to us in Franklin, Tennessee. Thank you, Coach Armstrong the Almighty. Anyway, he writes, Grumpy Chunk, your podcast totally rocks. I listen to it every time it comes out. Did you see the video of Mick Foley turning on WWE? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So Mick Foley, a WWE, WWF uh, wrestling god. This guy's awesome. Uh, He was Cactus Jack. He was uh, Mankind. Dude Love, Mick Foley. This this guy's really, really good, really funny. He's a great wrestler. And he was one of the stars of the Attitude Era, along with Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker, Kane. And he had some just amazing matches. So this guy, when this guy says, hey, you know what, you got a problem? You probably do. 
And I've heard stories where he's like the nicest guy in the world, like the nicest guy in the world. Coach Armstrong, the almighty listening in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. Yes, I did. You know, can I tell you, I did see the video of Mick Foley. The video was titled WWE. We've got a problem. Now I could probably play the audio because it was from him and it's not owned by anybody. And it's sort of a news type piece. I probably shouldn't just uh, not to tempt the legal gods, but let me read you. I could read you the transcript. So it was pretty short. He says, hello, this is hardcore legend Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE. We've got a problem because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because of AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines. But part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside. Or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke when they debut on the main roster. If it's not broke, don't fix it. If I was an aspiring talent right now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me back in the day. That was a different time, a different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, we've got a problem. Now, that's uh, what Mick Foley said in his video. And since then, you've heard a lot of WWE guys jumping on Mick for being a traitor. And I think the only person that really kind of agreed with him was Booker T so far. As the publication of this podcast, I mean. I'll tell you, and I'm speaking to Coach Armstrong the Almighty at the moment. I used to like watching WWE, WWF during the Attitude Era. And once it stopped... Actually, once Stone Cold Steve Austin turned heel, I went, I'm out. That's not what I wanted. It was getting cheesy. I'm gone. I like watching wrestling. I really, really do. I wish I could sit down and watch wrestling. I tried to watch AEW. I can't do it. I just can't do it. You get one real wrestling match, and the rest of it is Gaga TV. I just just don't care. I tried to watch Raw. I tried to watch SmackDown. I tried to watch NXT, and it's just like, ugh. Just lowest common denominator. You see something really, really good. Like, for instance, Bray Wyatt, when he came back in the Fiend gimmick, you know, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I get what he's doing. And then they just, they overdo it. They take it to the next level. It's like somebody in all these creative departments uh, with WWE or any any TV series uh, in AEW, they sit there and think, okay, we got to do everything right now. We're in a society with a fast food mentality. I want it. I want it now. And then I want something different. I don't want that now. Instead of making things build. I remember watching The Rock, Steve Austin. I remember watching The Undertaker and Mankind. And that was like a weekly deal. A weekly deal for almost a year. Now, they'll run run a a storyline or a gamut or something like that. And it'll be like two weeks and done. I'm not invested. I'm not invested in it. I'm going to make wrestling fans really mad at me right now, but wrestling is male soap opera. That's exactly what it is. I'm sorry. That's what it is. And I don't admit that at one time I was really invested in the male soap opera. And if you ever watched one of the other soap operas, the ones during the day, the daytime TV soap operas, it's slow. They will take a story and they will milk it for months and months and months and months. And that's why people watch it. 
not wrestling. That's the reason when you see the ratings for these shows, they're not the same as they used to be. And let me tell you, it's not because there's not enough talent there to make it happen. They could make those same ratings happen. It's just nobody wants to invest in the time. Everybody's about that fast food mentality. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. And the world is like that. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. So people like Coach Armstrong, the Almighty, you, me, uh, others of you who are listening, all 10 of you, you are probably thinking the same thing I am. And there you go. And that's what it is. I don't mean to hop on a soapbox these last couple of segments. I just, you know, maybe it's not very funny. Eh, it's just something, it, it's just what it is. But initially, I did not think that uh, Mick Foley was being a traitor. I think he was, I think that's love. I think that's tough love. I think he's telling his former employer, hey, look, you could, you're, you're losing this and you got to get it back. There's a way to do it. Figure it out. And he's, ra- he's waving the red flag for him that says, hey, 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 guys, hello. And maybe he's the guy to do it because people are going to listen to him. I don't think he's turning traitor. I don't think he turned traitor at all. I think I think he is. He loves them, and uh, I think he loves WWE, and I think he wants them to succeed. And he's seeing them not succeed, and I think it upsets him. It would upset you if you saw your child failing, and you're like, ah, oh, man, and you're waving the red flag at your child saying, no, don't go down that path. I've been down that path. Don't go down that path. And, and they go down that path, and they fail, and you're like, I told you. What can I do to help you? And I think this is him trying to help. That's what I think, so. Not funny, but that's what it is. Anyway, let's find out what we learned today. We learned today that, uh, as I just stated, we live in a fast food society with a fast food mentality. No. We learned that when I say, move your fat elephant, I wasn't being insulting. I was just saying. No. We learned that uh, Jeremy, the barista PD, has a very fragile ego, and <laughs> and I guarantee you that next episode, I'm going to be on, on here saying, so we had another meeting because these guys love their meetings at this place. Oh, my no. God. All right. We also heard from Gonad the Barbarian, something else that other DJs can steal. Check the last episode for more information. We learned that Tom DeLong from Blink-182 likes to masturbate a lot. All the small things. Oh, all the small things. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Thanks for the secret to your success, boy band. We learned that (laughs) we learned that Australian biologists have found a duck that likes to swear like a human. (laughs) Uh, We also learned that uh, Grumpy Chunk gets mad when people pick on kids. I do. I do. I do. So, you horse face skank, how many horse pills did you take? One. Two. Three. Oh, that's nice. That's nice, skanky. Here, have an apple. And finally, we learned that for us chunkier than most, we have to embrace our wobble. Wobble, 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 wobble. Peace, love, happiness, the abstract truth, because that is the only truth that is truthful. Thank you. I now return you to the end of the world, already in progress.